black women. I just wanna let y'all know, y'all fine as hell with your chocolate ass. I mean, hey, I'm just saying, fine. What's up with it? Oh, sorry. I heard my back. <laughs> yeah, start that all the way over. <laughs> I ought to, we ought to keep that. Nah, keep that. Keep that. What's up with it, y'all? This is your boy, Greg. No, I start the podcast. Hold you on. already started it. Shh. I ain't nobody in my fault you whack today. Right. What's up with it? Hey, guys. This is Meg and Jeanette, but you can call me Meg. Wackasaurus over here. This your boy Greg K, man. What's happening with y'all today? <laughs> and welcome back to another week of getting it together with us. I hope y'all have had a great weekend, a happy Monday, and that you're settling into your Tuesday morning. And you know, we're ready to get it together with y'all. Yeah, so side note, I just want to tell y'all, give y'all a little quick update. If you ever invite us somewhere or ever like ask us to come out and we like decline and tell you we don't want to, we can't do it. It's not because we don't want to. It's not because we just don't. I mean, yeah, no, it, a part of it is, but it's because literally even when we say we have like an off weekend, we're not really off. So yesterday, <laughs> for, so first of all, we're recording this podcast early in the morning, which is not early, but this is our first time recording it like straight out of yeah you know, that's why i sound like yeah this. that's why she sound like shit uh, <laughs> <laughs> so like yesterday we got invited to like three parties one was a, a mandatory it was my grandmother's uh dinner party ate at cheddars uh so i had to cut my, my uh, grandmother my, her grandmother too <laughs> so i had to cut my vegan off for today because i'm like oh god we're going out to eat uh then well before that we had to go to a gender reveal. One of my real closest friends, they're having another baby. Um, congratulations mm-hmm. to them. Yay. Uh, and we also had to go to my little cousin's birthday party, which we only literally just showed up for like two minutes. <laughs> Dropped the present off and left. And the gender reveal was a drive-by. So yesterday, there was just no rest. So when we have off weekends, mm-hmm. it surprises us. <laughs> whenever, yeah. Yeah, whenever like, we look at each other and she's like, what you got today? I don't know, the gym and... Usually, like, my pop or somebody asked me to come help him do something, but nothing. I'm like, what do you got to do? She's like, usually study, but I did all day yesterday or got to go somewhere, but nothing. We're like, oh, my God, we have a free day. (laughs) We don't know what to do. So, yeah, that explains why we may sound a little groggy or anything, but who gives a damn? You listening anyways. Yep. So, that was our weekend. Yeah, of course. (laughs) We'll be busy all day today. (laughs) Yes, but... Today, meaning today is Tuesday for them, not... Gosh, today's Sunday. Okay, I'm sorry. Gosh, you just... I can't. I don't care! Obviously! (laughs) Obviously you don't care. (laughs) It is a show. We're producing a show. Anyway, so let's play a game. So, first question, remember, or would you rather... Oh, God. It's a little childish. All right. (laughs) So, would you rather hold my hand for four hours straight every day or never hold it again? Tick, it's like the tuck, question I want, tick, the, the way tuck. I want to answer it. 
No, I want, no, I want no, no, I want to answer it to piss you off, but I, I, I love holding your hand, so I would like to hold your hand. You do? Me. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind. You holding. don't act like you like holding because, my hand. No, hands. no, you are. Uh, your love language is physical touch. So when people, you hear that, that means that every day I can be tired. I can be. She gonna find her way over there to rub on me before she go to sleep. She gonna find her way to call. When I was sore, like my whole body was aching one day from work. Like I had just started back working out like like a whole year ago. When I had just came in the house, I took a shower, I laid down. I was sore. Like I'm like, don't touch my my body. She found her way to like over on that side and squeeze my body, like like massage my arms while I was like, don't touch me. <laughs> so I know. That I would answer, I don't want to hold your hand to just piss her off because I know it would itch her because she would want to. But no, nah, I'd hold your hand. I like holding your hand. Why? <laughs> I mean, I like I like touching you. I just don't like touching you as much as you like touching on me. <laughs> yes, I like I love putting my hands on you. I love like rubbing your back. I like holding you. I you see you sometimes when we lay in the bed and I, I roll over. So you'd hold my hand for four hours straight every day. I mean, it would be better than not touching you at all. Okay, okay. Yeah, I would do that. I mean, four hours straight seems like some shit you would do. So I might as well just conform <laughs> to it. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know what we'd be doing where I have to like hold your hands for four hours straight. Don't worry about it. But like, and not just let let your hair go. Oh, excuse me. I'm yawning. Okay. <laughs> I, may, I may go blind. You may have to walk me around the streets, you know, hold my hand for four hours straight. Well, if you lost your vision, I you would. You cane? Yeah. That's, and that, you would just. I would just learn walk on how, my own? No, you would learn how to navigate <laughs> on your own. I would give you independence, not depend on me. I would, want, I would want to hold on to you. Me giving you independence that's, hey, hey, is love. Hey, that's that, not. That's the. Hey, going blind. And, I, and I'm and i speaking from just how I would take it. Going blind would be more scary than going deaf. I know going deaf would be scary too because you can't hear. You can't understand. Like know when something's about to happen. And, you know, I understand. That I have a nephew that goes through that. But I feel like going deaf, like Kaysen feels vibrations. So he knows when you walking up. I feel like your sense is heightened, but going blind, I just can't. I just can't. I just can't. So I don't know. Well, there are a lot of people that are blind in this world, and they, and they know how to they know how to do it. But some of them been doing that since they were young. Yeah, and then some people when they've gotten older, they have. So yeah, nah. But you gonna hold my goddamn hand, anyways? <laughs> yes, I'd hold your hand for four hours. Shit. Okay. All right, and one more. So, would you rather have no emotions or be able to deeply feel every little thing? I mean, I'm going into acting, but that is a dangerous game. That's a danger. That that's second. have no emotions or be able to deeply feel every little to thing. To deeply feel every emotion, acting wise, oh, that would be awesome. I mean, I'm already starting to tap in a little more. I just can't get that sadness sadness uh button yet. I'm starting to kind of touch the button a little bit but that that is that's dangerous because that means that you're gonna see every emotion you're gonna feel it yeah and but you know me you see my emotions on my face yeah but not really oh my god i think that you feel like you're like extra emotional but they're 
No. No. Yeah, because, I mean, like, we've already discussed that. You don't... The emotion of, like, feeling sad and crying and letting, like, that... That's not really emotion that you really have very much. It's more of just, like, a straight face. Well, well, okay. That's because I take death different than people. That's the only thing. I have emotions. I've had, I've had, I've been emotional. Well, of course you have emotions. I've been emo- I, people have been sick in my life and I've been emotional and cried and boohoo. But when people pass away, that doesn't really like hurt me as much as, as like, you know, being on this earth and seeing what you're going through. That's how I take that. So uh, I guess I, I'll let you, uh, my emotions every day. I'll take the emotion. Point. Wait, feeling you, the emotion every day. So deeply feel every little thing. Yes. Okay. So that means even when you be like whatever, I can feel it. It's like a dagger in my heart. Like, what does she mean by whatever? Mm. <gasps> I'd rather have no emotions. Nah, you you already built like a damn robot. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, that's true to an extent. Yeah, I, I do. Know. But it's like I do have. I can't come off as like I have a hard shell. Well, no, I can't say that because I don't come off as that. I come off as somebody who's very mm-hmm. extra outgoing and like I'm transparent. Let me listen to this so I can just say my take on her. But but when it comes to like my emotions, I mean like I just allow them to I suppress them. Yeah, that's where like I suppress them constantly. Like if I'm feeling overwhelmed, sad. Um, fearful until like the point that it's just like the smallest thing it just breaks the camel's back and then all of a sudden it all pours out and then I'm just crying for a week (laughs) but I was about to go back to what you had said like I don't know how to touch that sadness emotion Uh, I'm learning to tap into it that's why I was saying acting has kind of taught me how to feel more emotion like remember my grandmother passed it was Yesterday, I watched Antoine Fisher. And if you know Antoine Fisher, at the end, he finally meets all his like relatives for the first time. And I guess the older lady at the end of the table was his grandmother. So he felt that. When my grandmother passed, I didn't cry on sight. I didn't cry for like days. I cried like tears at the funeral because I had to sing uh, a solo. But it was just more like, dang, I'm really letting it all out. But when I was watching Antoine Fisher, I've always watched that movie. Never cried on that scene. I've gotten like a little emotional, like, oh, dang, that's crazy. That's sad. That's a good sad, though. But I've never cried. I watched it yesterday because it's on HBO Max, and it made me think I knew my grandmother for 28 years. This man, is he, he was 25 in the movie. He met his grandmother for the first time. So it did, it made me cry. I like had tears in my eyes. But when I, when I watched it, I said, in my head, because this just wasn't me blind crying. I was like, okay. Let's see how you could do this now, Greg. So I started like reciting a line in my head, like like saying something sad. Like I was talking to like um like a, a like a like like I was talking to my mom, like my mom abandoned me or something. So I was saying a line in my head and I was thinking of that, you know, while that part was on. And I was thinking like, as I was saying, like, you know, mom, you was never there for me. You you left me when I was a baby. How how could you do this? And then, you know, some corny shit. And as I'm thinking about my grand, me never knowing who my grandmother is, I just start crying. Mm-hmm. It start flowing out, and I was like, "Dang, 
So that's what I need to tap into that, you know, part of the acting side of being sad. Okay, but what are you going to tap into for real life? Tap into for real life? I don't know. I don't know. I just I, think it's very odd that she thinks it's weird. You don't. I just don't. You don't cry because of sad because of death. That's it's. I do cry. I've cried. When, when Craig, my, I can't remember babe, the time, babe. I, when my dad was sick. Like, and you know, when he first got sick and then he kept saying, like, the doctor kept putting on this type of medication and all this stuff. I was sad. I was crying in here. You came in to check me. I had just wiped my eyes before you walked in. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like you do it. Like, you cry in secret. No. Okay. Because I, I no, don't. No, 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 no. I'm sitting here when, trying no, no, to remember no. time that I've seen you Hold cry. Like, I no, don't. I didn't cry in secret. I was in here crying. When you walked in, I was just wiping my eyes. I wasn't crying in secret. You could easily just been in here while I was crying. But what I'm saying is, I don't cry over death like every like people do. That's just that's something I, I don't. Just, I know I'm past that. I'm saying I think that you don't cry really at all. Like I don't. That's not. That's not true. That's not true. Well, what other time have you like cried in front of people? Not even in front of people. Just in general cried at church because I felt like I was going through some stuff and not and not because the Holy Ghost was feeling me but like it was like no 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 like it was this um this this guest preacher that came and preached and um this is within the last three years like yeah. recent years this guest preacher came and preached and I had just failed EMT school for the second time mm-hmm. and I felt like I was worth nothing because I just couldn't pass this one little part I couldn't get past literally the fifth major exam like you get six major exams i couldn't even get past the fifth one no the fourth one Mm -hmm. i couldn't get past the fourth one so when he was talking about how sometimes god makes you fail so many times just to get you to see what the bigger picture is like you may have what you have but you're gonna fail because automatically he wants you to see what he wants you to see so when he said that it made me realize I'm really worth nothing. I hate this that I can't pass this test. And I just start crying. Like, like, you know, my sister had to come by me. Uh, my Aunt Rita had to come by me and just like kind of I was like boohoo falling on the floor crying, but they just noticed that I was just like standing up at by the wall and like I had tears in my eyes. You know? Mm-hmm. So I mean, I cry. Mm-hmm. Because you haven't seen me cry means nothing. I haven't tried to hold in my cry in front of you. That's just, I just, you never We're caught me. We're going on like being together for like four years. What does that mean? I feel like. What does that mean? I'm just thinking, I'm just, I'm just trying to make sure it's not something like deeper. Cause I remember growing up, it was like rare that. You I see can a probably man count, cry? I can count on my hand. I only need like two or three fingers to see like how many times I've seen my dad cry. My dad is crying. Oh, shit, I can't. So. I can't, I can't count the times I've seen my so dad So I'm saying that I just think it's odd that like i've never i can't like picture or even just pinpoint my finger on a time like oh yeah this is when like greg cries like i don't know just seeing like your grandma whenever she passed away i was just like oh gosh like he's gonna like be broken break down and stuff and i and i was was the one who was very emotional i was coming to hear like driving to work crying Crying at work, and I'm just like, what? It was just this nothing. I I just thought that was so odd. I just walked in like, oh, okay, how's your day at work? Yeah, it was just so (laughs) odd. Like, I just, I don't know. 
And I mean, so, I mean, just, as I, long as, as long as you're feeling your emotions and you're embracing, you feel comfortable in that. Like you're not holding in like, that's fine with me. But it's just like, it's like, I just want to be sure that you know that, I mean, like I love you and I want you to feel all, all things. And that being able to cry, I think that's a huge part of life in general because it allows you to release. And so I just don't want it to be a day that you wake up and you're just like, dang, I've held all this stuff in for all these years and not even know why or know why you've been like that or like why like you have that idea of like, I don't know, like relationship with death where like that doesn't really affect you in a way that affects others, I guess. So that's like all I'm saying, truly. I mean, I mean. We tell each other everything. Did you just fart? No. Oh, it sounded like a fart. I'm sorry. What the it heck? Sounded like, it sounded like... <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, no, I'm not holding nothing in. Like, it's not... It's never anything like that. So, mm-hmm. I don't... I don't... I don't... It's not really... Nothing. But, anyways... Um, Megan, it is... The uh, roles are reversed, though, I will say. Because Megan has this like hard shell or we go play this is a video we saw the other day with a t-pain song uh talk when it was like the man was standing at the door and when a girl's going off on your man and your man oh, is yeah. real cool and laid back and doesn't say nothing because he just has respect for women that's me and then his wife came out of the door was like talk to me i talk back like start talking to the girl i was like that's i sent this to her i was like yeah that's, that's definitely your ass right there yes it is <laughs> so the thing about megan is when we get upset with like when we're on our normal stage. I'm the soft one. People just look at me like, oh, he's just so goofy and just fluffy. And Megan is just like, like this, this she look like a bully, like like a damn bully. <laughs> <laughs> like she'll take your goddamn lunch money. We almost thirty years old, but like when we get upset, I get upset. Like May, I think this year, these past eight months is when the first time you've seen me like to my point of like rage. Are you saying just like, getting mad? Me yeah, you? getting mad. Yeah, me and you getting mad. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> like I like I never get mad. Like I told her when we first I said I don't get mad because when I get mad I get unreasonably mad, not physical mad, but unreasonably mad. Like I don't want to talk to you. I was just I will I will speed. I will drive this car, spin this bitch around. I'm going yeah. I'm going to hit shit as long as I don't hit the person. You know, I'm going to hit the table. I'm going to hit the dashboard. Past eight months, she's seen that. I'm not going to front. She has seen it because we've, it's been a lot of things, you know, wedding planning, you know, you know talking about her dealing with school, uh, dealing with residency, trying to figure out when I'm going to get started with my schooling, figuring that out, figuring out what's the, the futures of next, of next year. Like, it's been a lot of stuff going on. So it's brought to her the true light of when greg really gets mad but when megan gets mad she says her point but when she gets mad she does get emotional yeah so we so our roles reverse in a way you mean like how i'm like a mad crier yeah you you get mad and you get like emotional i get mad and i turn into fucking uh one of those one of those angry angry black men off a tyler perry movie that's what i turn into i just start getting pissed off so it's like our roles reverse, you know, but that's just who we are. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we've learned to 
grow deeper and just love each other through all of our different types of emotions that we have. But I think that, I don't know. I'm just still stuck on like the whole not crying thing. Oh my God. (laughs) That is nothing. That's nothing. It's fine. That's nothing. So one thing that That we've been... We we've been doing well not we've been doing more so me and I got Greg like involved. So there's this show called Married at First Sight. Oh my god. <laughs> only and, I, I only watch one season. Okay, whatever. <laughs> like we we had I watched one of the seasons on Netflix a while back and I loved it. And then there was a season, I think it was season eleven. Season eleven. Where I started watching it and then it was based in New Orleans and there was like Two couples in there, of course, the two black couples. We just love them so much. And Greg was like so into it watching it. We watched this like during the storm, the, the winter storm. Yeah, during the winter freeze. Yeah. And so <laughs> what's interesting just about like Mary at First Sight, it's such a corny show, but like it's like real life. These people really are just signing up they to gotta get used be to paired <laughs> by experts. And the experts is like a, a pastor. A psychologist, and I think like a love. I don't. I don't know what other one does, or like a sociologist. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Three different people, and they go through a series of asking them questions, different things about like what they like in a spouse, and they go they look at their home, and that's how they kind of like match each other based on all those things. So one the season this uh, season twelve that's going on right now. Oh god. There was I'm a couple on shit. there that one of the guys like. One of the girls, she is the girl that who like tells everyone that she's loved them. Like she just says that she falls in love really, really fast all the time. And like she, every single person she's dated, she's always said like she loves them. And then her spouse that she got married at first sight to is the guy who's like never told anyone ever in his life that he's loved them. And like he, he's dated, like been in so many relationships, like never, ever said the word. It's like the word is, brings is up. This the two people we don't. The one guy we don't like. What is it? The one guy you don't we don't like, or is this another couple that's on the show? Talk about the black couple. Well, no, this is. Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. I was making other sure. couple. No, oh, okay. You know, I, don't, I haven't. I, I'm I'm leaving my love with season eleven. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yes, and so like he's never said that to like anyone, and so they sit down because like Pastor Cal's like the pastor's there. Like, they sit down and talk, and he tells, like, the girl, like, she's weary about that, weary about the fact that he's just never told anyone he loves, that he loves them, because he's just, like, I think it's, that's such a deep emotional thing for someone to bear, and if they're, like, if I really feel that, then I want to say that, because I think that people just throw that word around all the time, and so Pastor Kyle's just looking at him very confused, saying that, what do you mean that it's, like, something deeply that you feel, and the guy's just like, well, I'll say it when I know, like, it's an emotion I can't explain. And what Pastor Kyle said was, like, very um, smart to me. Because he was just saying that, like, love's, like, not, it's not an emotion. Like, it's not an emotion that you feel it or that you can't explain. Like, he was, just, and he, like, kind of said that love's an intellectual decision that you make to be committed to that person's legitimate needs. And then once you decide to like do that and make that intellectual commitment, then you're saying like, I'm going to be committed to fulfilling your needs, period, to do his part. And so he says it to the guy and the guy just looks at him so confused. But with that being said, like 
it just made me think about the fact that how just the word, I feel like the word love, <laughs> I don't know if it's like that for guys, more so for guys or girls, it's like gender specific. I don't know, but I feel like lots of times people think that love truly is an emotion versus it actually being like an intellectual decision that you're making with a person. And so I'm just thinking about like for us, cause also I watched this other show called black love. And one of the guys on there, he was saying that, you know, like, again, like love's not an emotion. These are like married people that are talking and saying that um, as a young person, I thought it was like an emotion, something I was going to feel. Cause like, it, but like once all that stuff goes away, all the lust, passion and stuff, like what do you have left and saying like, that's whenever love truly comes in. Cause I, you're making decisions each day to be sure that you're working to be with this person. You're giving compromise, sacrifice, and then everything else in between is just like gravy. So my question like to you, I feel like is that how do you feel that, like, do you agree the fact, like, versus, like, love being emotion or, sorry, let me repeat that. So, love being emotion versus love being an intellectual decision. Like, what's your opinion? Like, what do you think about that? And then, as far as, like, the love that you have and stuff for me, like, how do you think that that's, well, uh... I guess, played out within our, within, I kind of don't want to say, like, our relationship. Yeah, because you don't want to say how. Let's say in general. Let's just say in general, just like the basis of it. Like, what is what does that mean to you? What does love mean to you? What does love mean to me? Yeah, like, as far as, like, did you, like, do you feel like it's an emotional, love's like an emotional feeling, like when you just knew that you loved someone, it was like an emotional feeling, or were you, like, intellectually making decisions? No, the, the, it's intellectual, because honestly, girls or women are going to give a certain guy like let's say butterflies in their stomach you know there's plenty of like people that said that they were just dating a girl and they felt a certain way you know they felt a certain like need like in their heart or in their mind that was giving them like some type of like snap decision like okay this this girl is giving you heat right now but in order for you to get to that point of saying, dang, I really love this person, it has to be something in your mind that just kind of goes like that or action that happens in real life that just makes it go, huh, you know, not only are you giving me that butterfly sense, that heat in my body sense, but you're something in front of you, something in front of me is happening that you're doing or something that I'm thinking about that you've done for me over the past few weeks or so that we, or months or so that we've been dating it's making me think like, dang, like I have a deeper feeling for you than anything. Okay. So the emotion there. Okay. So you said that it's whenever you're like, I guess like, I don't know. You're saying like you remember the time or like you can, whenever you actually like start to be like, okay, like I love this person. Mm -hmm. So for, me or us or any example. Well, have you loved anyone before me? Yes, of course. Okay. Yeah. So I gonna sit up here and, and bullshit. Well, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't expect you to be like, "Oh no, babe, you're the first." Yeah, you're the first one. That's stupid. You deserve <laughs> it. But okay, so like, what? Let's say <laughs> like the person before you with me. When when did you know that you 
were intellectually making a decision to like love this person. Because you were saying like they were like, there's like could be a series of things that they did. Is that too dark to talk about the person before me? No. Okay. Girl, I'm married. I'm I'm marrying you. Well, I mean, you made a face and I was just like. (laughs) No, I was thinking, I was like, because I've said, I, okay. I will say in my lifetime, I have said the word, I love you twice. Really? Yes. And not, well, I. My my play aways, I, I said it like a couple times, but so you <laughs> I meant was twice lying. and meant it. And meant it, yeah. The two times I did say I loved you, and I meant it. You know. So when you me. said it and you didn't mean it, what were you just saying? I was trying to get some ass, man. What you mean? What was oh I saying? <laughs> I was trying okay, to get some ass. Okay. Anyway, let's move off. Oh, okay. So, um, <laughs> so yeah. So whenever you meant it the first time, so I'm guessing I'm the second time you said it, like. What? Your third time I said it. So you said it. So you said it three times and meant it. Yeah. Okay. You're like complicating this. Why you? I'm just just, questioning. Well, I'm saying. Well, why do you think when when it first came when it came up when me and you first met it was just more like I was I told you I was a hopeless romantic but I told you that before I met you I was taking time away from dating women from dating at all I took a year off of trying to talk to anybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was just because that because it was like. I said, told somebody I loved them. It was the first time I fell in love. That hurt. And in between me and that girl going off and on, off and on, I was talking to other women. Then the second time when I met a woman and told, you know, I thought this was, this may be it. I ain't going to say this was it. I was just like, this could seem like this could go in the right direction. Like I told her I loved her. We went for a while, but then I saw her true ways. Okay. So So when did you know that you needed to tell her that you loved her? Like what happened? What was like, what did you see? What was the action? What, how did you come to that decision? For, for me, it's more of not what, what action happens, but just what can you do for me? You know, what can you, um, do for me that will make my heart swell up? Little things out of me, you know, I don't ask for a lot of big name stuff. I don't ask for nothing, but if you just give me little things, it's fine. I think the first time I told, um, the girl, before you, uh, who, I, who I said I love you, that I loved, I loved her. Um, she brought me a shirt. It was a Nike shirt that I don't even wear. I don't even know where that bitch is. Anymore. How old are you at this time period? Talking about this, I was like twenty four. Okay, yeah, I was twenty four, and she bought me a Nike shirt. I had the Nike shirt, and I was like, you know, usually people buy me shit, but it'd be like some off brand shit that just give it to me. But this girl bought me like a a, a nice ass shirt. Ooh, Nike. Oh, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. So this, so <laughs> this expensive case. So, so yeah, so I'm sitting there thinking like, <laughs> oh, it's just a Nike shirt, whatever, because you know I'm not used to just like buying brand new shirts like that. So I go to the store. This is how I knew I loved her. I'm telling you the honest truth. I go to the store, and I forgot if it was in, I was in J.C. Penney or Dillard's. I saw that shirt there, and that, and you know me, I'm I, I'm cheap. I'm a cheapo. I saw the shirt and that bitch said fifty five dollars mm-hmm. for a fucking t shirt mm-hmm. that just had one Nike symbol on it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know if she really spent this on this, but uh, damn, you know. Okay, so what I'm hearing you say, yeah, you about to break it down and make it that... sound like I'm a I'm a I'm a whore. Well, no, because you're not saying because I don't think that it's the fact that. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think it's a fact that she purchased a $55 Nike shirt is why you love her. I think it's what's behind that, the fact of that. I think that what you're saying is that you said, like, what can you do for me? So I'm hearing, like, 
how are you fulfilling my needs? Like, how are you fulfilling my needs? So a need for you, was it that you wanted someone to uh, think of you, like think of you in that think, way? Like yes. they would okay, like, that's a good one. Yeah, think that they would randomly think it you. It doesn't matter how much it costs, like they're thinking you because they know like that's something so that you, you would So you know like. me, you know me. I will randomly just get you stuff. You never ask. You'll be like, oh, babe. I'm like, I just thought of you. Yeah. I, that's, I love that shit. And it's not, you don't got to get me nothing. You can just say, hey, babe, I bought you a sandwich. Mm-hmm. You ain't, you ain't got to call me or text me. You ain't got to say, do you want something to eat? Are you hungry? You just, hey, babe, it's a Gatorade in the fridge. That mm-hmm. shit fills my heart with joy. Like that, that makes me feel so good inside because I'm just like. You just randomly think you and you've done it before. That makes you, sense. You've though. done it before. But also, what I'm thinking about is whenever I don't do it and help save. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> because I be walking in, this thing be eating. This thing be full fledged eating the middle. I was like, <laughs> I just be like, "Where's mine?" She said, "No." I remember the words you said one time. You's like, "You're a grown man. You can find your own food." <laughs> Shut I, was up. Like, I was like, "Damn." But wait, okay, but no, this just, okay, but I just learned something right now. I think that I understand why that was such a big deal in the beginning, whenever I would come home from work and not bring you food. But you know, because it wasn't, but like, but it's not the fact that like, you're just hungry. And I'm thinking that like, dude, you pass by so many food places, get your own food. It's the fact that like. You like the way that you feel love is and like your needs are fulfilled. And if someone does like an act of service that's just like thoughtless, I like to be thought of, and like and just like bringing things home for you, just like that's like oh dang, like I wasn't around you talking and you thought about me and like you like, see this on. That's like that's what it is. Like so a, I understand that now because like beforehand what, I thought it was crazy. Like it, you were, yeah, you thought you thought <laughs> I was like, like, you was like dude, <laughs> like there's so many food places, so many food places you, you got can home before to. me, buy like, your own food. I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> but like and then, and let's not even talk about like food or buying something yeah. like the other day because you know everybody knows i'm trying to get into acting now if, mm-hmm. if you don't know now you know the other day you sent me a text message of a friend that got into some netflix shows that you went to school with mm-hmm. and you wrote me this nice ass inspirational speech like texted to me and was telling me babe don't give up on this you, you did good on your last scene i can see you in the future with this this is a little motivation this is somebody i went to school with that is actually on a Netflix show, mm-hmm. and it, it it made me smile because it was just like you thought about me. Like, like I know I don't do it no more. But remember, like I used to text you those long ass um, uh, yeah. scriptures in the morning. You live with me now, nigga. Hush. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I know, I know. You gotta keep going. Morning. I know. I gotta keep going. I gotta keep. I, you I, don't I, open. I pop up and do it. You don't open the door anymore to the car. Like he used to open my car all named, the time. I never used now? to have. Are we name dropping now? And what? Whose name did I drop? You name dropping? I didn't say your you name. You saying? I'm saying you saying everything I don't do now. This was the show for okay, now. Okay, let's take it back to what we talked about. Oh, okay, about. yeah, take it back. <laughs> But okay, but yeah, so I mean, like that, that makes sense. So that, I mean, that goes with as far as just like it wasn't an emotion that you felt, like love wasn't something you felt. It was just literally just like an intellectual decision you made because yeah. of like what that person was fulfilling your needs. And I think that that's like the line that gets crossed. It's just like, like you feel the tingle inside. It's just you need something. Do you really feel the tingle, babe? No, I'm talking about when you feel something for somebody, but it's not love. You feel a tingle, like it's like what? I, okay, I no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because remember, I said heat. 
remember the heat or remember the butterflies in your stomach when you see a girl. Like I like if we were dating, I would see plenty of girls even when I was single and I'd have like a butterfly on because I was like, oh, she's very attractive. Or oh, she has a very good conversation. But it's also that mind, that thought that goes in your head. So could that more so be lust or passion? Okay, lust or passion. Okay, those so are good those words. are different, yeah. Yeah, okay, those lust or passion. That's a good thing. I'm saying, but you feel that for a woman. But to fall to feel love or to fall in love, it takes more intellectual thought. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's not I an agree. emotion. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this with that, um, there's also so I never watched The Bachelor before. Like I didn't think I didn't like ever watch, watch that. that but <laughs> but like since there this season was a black bachelor on there, like I was just like, oh, I want to try and like watch it and stuff. Oh, they found everything wrong with them. Huh? And I, <laughs> well, I just thought I just always thought the show was so weird, and just especially I'm talking about like this season because. He'll be like, he's dating like 20 women. And as like they narrow down, he'll just be like, yeah, I could like, he'll tell her one. I could, you know, I could see myself falling in love with you or like, uh, I feel like I'm falling in love with you. But he's saying this like so many different people all at the same time. And all the girls just like, yeah, like I'm falling in love with you. And I'm just sitting here thinking like, they just keep saying this. I'm like, what are they? Are you really like, because I mean, it's only like a 10 week process, first of all. (laughs) But, but I mean, but there are people who've gotten married off of that and like they've stayed together. So, I mean, I don't know. I just think like, do you feel like it's time sensitive is really what I'm asking. Like, do you think that there's, in order to truly make an intellectual decision that like this person's fulfill your needs and that mm-hmm. you actually, you're loving them. Um, do you think that it's time sensitive? Like versus two weeks versus 10 weeks or does it truly matter i don't think love really matters once you honestly you get through that lust part of course you're gonna go through the so lust however part, long the lust phase i mean yeah because i like that's like the honeymoon phase Because once yeah love before you say love men have a honeymoon type of phase in a body where they go, the girl, that girl fine as hell man we can kick it all the time man she made me laugh every time but there has to be a cutoff point where lust becomes either, all right, it was just a sexual feeling or it was just a feeling because she was fine to it could be, oh, dang, not only is she fine to me, I actually care about everything that she does now. Like, I think when you find out you in love, you, I'm trying, the way I was about to say it was going to sound like, like, like a stalker. <laughs> <laughs> the, the way you find out, I follow her every single day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I know her every location. <laughs> no, you know, you know my every location. Anyways, uh, okay, that wasn't like down the road though. Mm-hmm. We were together for like mm-hmm. seven months. You gotta know my location seven months. Well, that was mostly because I needed to know whenever you were headed to Galveston. Oh, okay. know where you were at. That's, that's a good. That's a good comeback. All right. So uh, it's the facts. It's the facts. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I feel. For some people, like me, at first, um, to know that I was really in love, when I really caught myself and knew I was in love, I I was like um, wondering how that person was doing. Like, at this time of day, what what can this person be doing right now? Like, you know, not being like, what's she doing right now? What the hell is she doing right now? I ain't getting no text. It was just like, oh, man, it's, it's 11. She's probably on lunch right now. Oh, she's having a good lunch. Or, 
oh man, you know, it's raining. Oh, you're it, such a sweet person. It's like, oh, it's 11 o'clock. Like, it's, it's raining like <laughs> hell outside. I swear, I hope she has an umbrella right now. What? You think about things like that? Yes. I, I, every time something's going on I'm I, and I'm not by you, I'm always like, I wonder if she's fine right now. You still do that? I still do that. Like when it like it rained heavy the other day, I was like, I noticed nigga ain't got because we we don't own an umbrella until now. Oh, <laughs> uh, you own an umbrella. I have an umbrella. She has an umbrella. I was like, I noticed nigga ain't got no umbrella, so I'm praying she got her raincoat with her right now. And then like just like, um, like how your car vibrates sometimes. Like like sometimes the door on the right side vibrates. I'm sitting there like in my head knowing that. It was uh, raining. Like I just hope that car don't vibrate while she raining. Like just, just drive steady, baby, drive steady. That's all I think about, you know. And it kind of threw me off. It threw me off course because on Fridays I be expecting either a call from you or I walk through the door and see you. But now you go to Spanga. Yeah. So it's like I'm like, okay, it's five forty five. This nigga show ain't called me yet. Mm-hmm. And then it's like I text her, hey, you good? I'm in Spanga. Oh, <laughs> I'm saying it's so country. It's because my nose is stuffed up Spanga. I literally, and Spanga, yeah, it's like what I do for workout now. It's yeah. like 20 minutes of spin, 20 minutes of strength, 20 minutes of yoga. But <laughs> I really don't even like the whole sentence. I just put Spanga. Because <laughs> normally I'm like riding or yeah, working like, out Spanga. with you. I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I keep I, I, I keep like blowing on my phone. But then, I, but with that, I'm just like, bro, you have my location. Just check it out. But you know, you do that. I, it, because so I don't have to waste a step of being like, <laughs> let me call him. And like when I think. Well, I like, to, I like to hear your voice. I like to oh, you are so sweet. I like to hear you. How did you? I don't know how I ended up you. I I don't. That you are. You are not like that. I am not daydreaming about what what you doing. You are horrible. I truly am not. I will be honest. I am not sitting at work like, huh? I wonder what Gregory's eating. She ain't doing none. She ain't doing none of that shit. None of it, bro. Oh my god! I'm telling you, she don't. I can't even express it. She don't even know. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we'll see if we can express it on the way back. Exactly. (laughs) Welcome back. Welcome back. We didn't pay those bills. Uh, So, you know, speaking of what we were talking about when it came to um, how I feel love and how she feels love, like, don't you, you realize I do that a lot, right? Like just the other day, it was a little thing. It was like, Late at it was like not late, it was like 10 o'clock. It was like a Thursday. I walked in and you were wondering why I was walking in huffing and puffing because I had a lot of bags in my hand, but I had my backpack, my gym bag, and I had just came from Kroger. And our candles have been burning out. Like our candles are, I think <clears throat> like my hands are too big, so my can my hand cannot fit inside the candle thing to light it up anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> our candles are done. Uh so I went to the store, bought her a candle, but then I realized. She had been, we well, we both have been taking care of our plant. We have a plant baby. Yeah. We told y'all that. Yeah, we have a plant. It's a big ass plant too. Yeah. So <laughs> it's I, a floor plant. I so told like my, to the ceiling. So in my mind, I told myself, because I kept seeing the plant die because we weren't on a consistent schedule. Like the plant has su- certain leaves and them leaves would just die. One die, one would die every week. I'm talking about every week this plant have a leaf that died and another leaf grow back. So I was like, we're not doing a good job. So I made I made up my mind when the plant started consistently staying. I said, okay, if this plant can stay alive for a couple months without changing a different leaf, I will buy us another plant. And I was in Kroger and I decided I want to buy us another plant. So I walked in, 
just thinking about my baby. Had a new candle. I lit it up. She was like, what is this? It was, a co- it was like a mocha latte coffee smelling candle. Smells excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, and a new plant. Little, it's like a, what is it called? A succulent. A succulent. So it sits right next to the wall. It sits right next to the window, right by our blinds. And we just water it like every other day. And I'm just thinking about you. Yeah. I will say that he is very good about doing that. Like <laughs> during Random. a break, we were la- laughing. Cause I mean. She's not like that. <laughs> well, okay. I do. I do. Okay. Not to the, the point. Oh, okay. I what I don't do is that. Like I said, I don't sit at work or just when I'm away from you trying to like daydream or like thinking and like wishing, I don't know, that you're okay or what you're doing or that you have things. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. But I do when I'm like out places, I'll look at someone and be like, oh, like Greg can use this. And so now. She bought like, me a pair of shorts one time and I thought that was like the best thing in the world. Those green, faded green shorts. Yeah, but that's also because, we I bake. mean, intellectually, I'm trying to dress you the way I want you to I, I know, I know. So, <laughs> No. I know, but it was still a thought. <laughs> Intellectually, I you're like, I need this nigga to dress better because yes. I love him. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yes. That was my intellectual love decision. So <laughs> I'm trying to dress you, nigga. <laughs> that, that ain't love, nigga. Your taste is bad, but I love you. I'm creating what I need you to be. But, but yeah, oh, so I would say that in like kudos to you for like taking care of our plants because yeah, I've been doing a great job. He he's very very good at that. Making sure that they're watered and stuff. And like when I live by myself, I killed so many succulents. I just was like, you know what? I can't try. I can't do it again. But then since we moved in together, I said, oh, okay, well let's try to like get this plant. I was like, let me get a bigger plant because maybe like I'm just not good with the little plants. I'm and not good so, with it. I'm not good with the little. The, yeah, it, our, our plant is bougie. It ta- it only drinks distilled water, so it's just it, it was like, dying because I was giving it regular water some days. Yeah, like I mean, <laughs> if you gave it tap water, the leaves turn brown, they start to die. And I read about just like it only wants distilled water. I'm like, that's crazy. How does but it like, just want I, I will water? say that. These leaves have been on for about four months. Oh, yeah. These They're leaves have short. not died. That top one's, like, gotten so much bigger, too. This bitch about to touch the Like, it was never, it was not past the mirror at first. Yeah. It's past the mirror now. Like, yeah, so I'm not. It's crazy. I guess it's going to curl around the oh, that's fine. ceiling once it does. I guess. That's fine. <laughs> but. Don't say bitch, don't start talking. <laughs> it can do everything you want. Don't say bitch, don't start talking. Yeah. Uh, I'm it's... leaving. <laughs> so, another thing. Chips. That whenever. <laughs> We like on married at first sight, like Pastor Cal, he's a marriage counselor. One another tip that he kind of like talked about about just love and it being an intellectual decision is that it's love is something that you grow because when you grow something, you have to nurture it, you have to water it, you, you take an active part of it in its growth, just like we're talking about our plants. Oh. Like we're nurturing, water it, taking I've active part of flow. its growth. Mm-hmm. I've seen that flow. Yeah, look at them transitions. <laughs> But, and so he said, like, especially, like, as newlyweds and stuff, like, that nurturing, watering, and growing part is going to be an, an active part of growth, like, keyword, okay. is going to be a huge thing. So, for us, how would you say that, you know, let's take, like, the fact that we met each other, we, like, dated apart and still being apart for, like, a year and a half to two years two years Mm -hmm. and then we decide to live together like within the third year and so how for us like what do you feel like the steps that let's say like you've taken to be sure that you're nurturing our relationship and 
our love that you're watering it and like actively growing it. So nurture, water, active growth. Well, honestly, to to like make sure nurture, water, and grow. For me, it's more of you know how you don't like talking about your day at work. I want to make sure that like any time of like your life, you can always talk. Like she hates talking about what happened at work. She's not one of those people. But now she's. But not because like I don't. Don't no, 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 no. say like because I don't like work. Like I no, don't. No, 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 no. I say you don't like talking about it because you don't care about like expressing how the day was. Just because like when I come home, yeah. like I want to be home with you. And, yeah, like, I you don't. Wanna... You don't want to bring work home like that. Yeah, like, yeah. I, just I don't want to be like, oh, this is all. Like, no, no, no. I'm not saying you hate. You know, I know you love your job. That's not what I'm saying. I say you just don't like talking about it like that. So. Me, I just want you to be able to whenever you feel like you're going like through something, you can always like, like me, I'll go through work. I'm gonna tell you what's wrong. I'm gonna say hey, yeah, my day was, you my are day was horrible. I'm talk about I, yeah, I don't care. Work. But uh <laughs> kind of I always want you to feel like you can come talk to me. So that's one thing. I, I always make sure that you're like you feel the love. Like you never I don't care how tired I am. I don't care how like irritated I am about something else. I can be mad at you. I'm going to always come over and hold you and, and, and just kiss on you. Because I want you to know that I'm here. So what steps have you taken to grow it? To grow it? That's a good question. So I'll, well, I'll go first while you think about it. Yeah, go ahead. So for me, steps that I've taken to grow it is that... Bring food home. <laughs> feed this man um (laughs) vegan food (laughs) yeah like i try to be sure that i'm continuously working on myself because i know myself is like the one thing that i can control so if that comes to me like i i try to feed myself with listening to other married couples and see like what they're i guess like problems were like how they got through different things like having different like mentors like women that are married and like talking to them like getting like tips and tricks to them like I love I just said I don't like talking about work but one of my patients like I love her like she followed me into like the next my next residence residency site she said she was going yeah and like her and her (laughs) husband like they've been married for I think she said like 40 years they met really young and like they're like into their 70s now i don't know the math whatever it might be more than that but very long time and like she just always gives me like these random tips and tricks since i got engaged and stuff and like and i feel like really really close to her and like i appreciate that and like i love that because i think that there's having a community around you is like really important so i want to be sure that i'm learning how to be become the best wife that I can be that I'm constantly looking checking in myself being like okay what decision did I make in this situation if he and I are um in debate a uh, intense discussion like how did I how did I treat him in that situation like did I come across as being somebody who actually like show that they truly like care for this person did I say words that were just like I knew were gonna hurt his feeling or cut him like I always try to like second to reevaluate how I'm coming across because I think like that's like the only way that this can work with working with well, being with someone. And then also I feel like I've been steps I've taken to grow. So like I, I choose my battles when it comes to you sometimes because I'll walk in, I'll just be like, bro, 
this is wrong, that's wrong. Why did he do that that way? I would never do this this way. Why is he like, if, if we're like talking, have a conversation, I'm like, why is he saying it that way? That's not what they ask him. Like, I will, in my head, I will pick you apart. <laughs> like, I will. I don't know if you know that. What are you doing? What are you talking about? What am I doing? Oh, the screen was going off. <laughs> I thought you were cutting off the recording. No. Oh, but, um, yeah, I was just, but I'm saying, like, I don't know, like, in my head, I truly do pick you to pieces because I'm just like, so we just do things so differently. But I know for me, like, I just, I know that I can't be like that because I have to let you be your individual self all the time. And I decide to make the decision to appreciate those parts of you. And instead of just being that nagging person, that's going to be like, that that's wrong, this wrong, and then so forth. So with me, I there there wasn't uh, I guess a, an incident that I won't I won't bring up, but I'll bring forth of what it meant. It meant uh, Megan being independent, and it made her feel when I stepped up and was and told her my concern of the situation. It made her feel as if like I it, I think it made her feel like uh, I, I was like trying to control her and tell her what to do but i i have grown over the past years to appreciate the um the independentness you know you being so independent you being that strong woman that you know some yes i'm gonna need you greg yes i love you i'm gonna need a man i need a man to do man things but there are some things i don't need you to do like you can put get your hands off like you can chill and I will say that uh, that that incident was about a week and a half ago, and I I, I had my hands on. It. I was like, no, I still feel this way, and in a way, I still feel a certain way. But I know I have to back off. You know, I have to. When she says she has it, I'm telling her how I feel. But at the same time, if she's like continuously telling me, "Babe, I got it," like I'm trying to be reasonable with you, I have to learn to say, "All right, you got it. Let me chill. Let me chill. Let me just back off." So that's one thing I've I've grown from. I've grown to um I've grown to just sit back and and let you do your thing and not jump in when you're doing. I can see why you were saying why was I touching it because the, the mouse is right there. I was like that's not what. I was doing. Uh, but yes. Um, just, so, I mean, what steps have you taken to grow it? I've grown to to be quiet. So when you say something and you give you give your opinion on it and you and you were strongly about your opinion, it may be something you may see that I can't see. So I just tell myself, all right, back off, you know, let her do her thing. Um, So far as like expressing how we talk, I've learned that my tone has, like I said, the past couple months, you've seen my actual realness, like the real me when I'm angry and when I'm, I'm upset or when I'm concerned. So I've learned to tone it down you know we get into something because tone is everything people don't realize you could be saying i'm hungry but you can just be like just saying i'm hungry but the way you said it is gonna make somebody go you gotta add to something nigga go get your own goddamn food then but me i have to learn that i my tone is everything so i have to kind of tone that shit down a little bit you know when i'm telling you something because it does come off as i'm be i'm mad or something I'm, I'm pissed off at you. Mm. So, yeah. 
See, I'm doing that thing now where I'm picking up. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> I, that's why you look. That's why I got quiet. Like it got quiet. I feel like you're not answering my question. I am, that's that's the best answer I can give you. That's, but I guess like I guess because I'm like looking for like Megan, steps. Let it go. That's like, I don't know steps. I, I'm giving you steps. But I said that I do this, that. That and that. I don't know what you want me to say. I said I I back off. I learned to but control like, my like steps. That you're like okay. That, you just said you gave me steps, and you just said I gave steps. I'm like okay, now I'm confused. No, I'm saying I asked for steps, and you didn't give me steps. You just you just said I, how you've grown. Those were steps, though. Okay, that's fine. Take the take take the answer, anime. Okay. Okay. Anyway, Shit. so I guess like what's some piece of advice that you feel like elders have given you when it comes to being like, either new led, being married, or like what's something that you can remember that's something that you know that is gonna be a powerful concept to take into our I, marriage? I feel like when I need if I like new friends I just met uh, that just recently got married. Um, he told me one piece of advice is when you plan the wedding, because I didn't even bring it up. I we were bowling. I didn't bring it up at all. He said, "When you plan the wedding, said you gonna bicker, you gonna fight. It's gonna be to the point where she gonna kick your ass out the house. It's it, like in her head. She probably gonna kick your ass out the house in real life. Blah blah blah. When you get to that wedding, she gonna be like, I love you." And all, and he said, as niggas, as men, all we gonna think about is six months. You just kick my ass out the house. <laughs> six months, you just, <laughs> you just like ripped up my favorite shirt. But now you love me because it, it's like <laughs> that that stress of planning that wedding, that stress of like figuring out the guest list, figuring out the food, figuring out. Even though you're not mentally really trying to argue with her about it, that's what's doing that. He said, no matter how you try to put it, no matter how you try to say, well, sometimes he's just not good with money. Sometimes she's just not good at planning stuff. It's that stress of that wedding. But when it all comes together and you finally say, I do, you, you both can't do no wrong to each other that whole day. You can't really do no wrong unless you like truly, really do wrong. But when I feel like people, I feel like when people give me advice, except for like him and I can say two other people, it's like they give me like that typical man advice just know she always right just know da, da, da. i hate that shit i'll be like i, know. I don't like I'll that like, i'll be like okay nigga she, she obviously she not always yeah right. like i don't like i'm so against the saying of happy wife happy life i think that's dumb because that's just one-sided so what i also like looking at listen to pastor kyle Merritt's first sight shout out to pastor kyle you just gonna have to meet me because i just said cool dude I literally just shouted you out this whole time. So, (laughs) but no, what he said, he was like, no, like, that's not right. It's supposed to be happy spouse, happy house. And I was just like, that, that piece of advice, like, I take that to heart. Cause I'm just saying, like, I think that that's both of us catering Mm -hmm. to each other's needs and fulfilling each other's needs and really like continuously making a decision every day that I'm going to get up and, I'm going to do what I can to fulfill what he needs me to do. And like, I trust that he's doing the same thing on his end so that we can always come together at the end of the day 
and be like, we're a team. We're here to do things together. We're here to grow together. Right. And we have a journey that we've been put on on this earth to do it together. And that's like, the end of the story. Like my dad gave me a piece, a good piece of advice. Like he said, a lot of couples that are getting ready to get married, a lot of times the wife gets this idea of the wedding in her head and she only has her idea. So the man literally sits there. She says, baby, I want this. And he takes his card out and you just be like, here you go, baby. Go get it. Don't need my input. He says, he told me, son, don't be like that. He said, whenever your wife has something, and he said, he said, especially, he said, in this day and time, because this is something I had to tell um, my one of my friends. You know, of course, y'all know Uncle Ding Dong. And if you don't know, Uncle Ding Dong is engaged. Yay! Woo! Yeah, no, we didn't announce this? No, we, I think we did, but we just saying it oh. out loud. <laughs> no, 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 we didn't, because they got engaged when we took a break. Oh yeah! Wow. yeah. Shout yeah. out to my boy Ding Dong. He was on Man Cave. He was on the, the second episode of Man Cave, which we are gonna bring back. Hold on, y'all. Uh, somebody approached me yesterday about it, so we got it. But uh, <laughs> um, but I told him the same thing that I, my dad gave me. He said, "Don't be like that." You know, whenever your you know your fiance has an idea, this day and age, women don't want that thing where the man just be like, "All right, babe, go get it, babe. I got it. Go just go get it. Go get it. Whatever you feel like." They want you to go to the store with them. They want you to look online with them. They want you to say, okay, babe, what do you think about this color? This color or this color? Don't sit up there and say, whichever one, babe, because that irritates Megan. I don't know why. I cannot just sit up there and say, babe, what do you think? I can't do that shit. So no. I, honestly, if I'm just wrong about which one I pick, I just take that. I'll be like, that color. Eh, not the color I wanted. I'll take this one. But thanks for your input. They like yeah. that. They love. I feel like the women... Uh, you guys in this Asian time are more perceptive than the women back then. It was just more like, what color you think? Any color you want. All right, babe, I'm going to pick this one then. Now it's like, I don't know, babe, any color you want. Just pick a damn color. Pick a goddamn color. I'm like, God damn, man. That one. <laughs> <laughs> yo, so I, you know, just planning a wedding, I feel like I, I have to either give my input or tell you what I like about certain things. Because it makes you feel like even though you're doing a heavy part, at least this man is willing to give his input. So mm -hmm. it's not just my wedding. It's our wedding. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, like that brings it full circle. Like taking it back to we're doing things together. Mm -hmm. We start off working together. And this is going to be the foundation of how we go embark on life and our journey together. Like everything we do and our decisions have to be done together. Get it together. Yes. Sponsored sir. by Anchor. Anchor, where you can start an easy podcast. Oh gosh. Well, <laughs> so it's time for us to get out of here. It's I been... don't really wanna go. I don't really wanna stay. I don't wanna get it together. Get it together. Bust it up. I'm with a new party zone. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Did you okay. know he used that? Yeah. God. I know. I know ah, he does. Ah, but ah, that was a good one. Yeah. All right, y'all. So, <laughs> once again, thanks for coming and getting your life together with us. You can find me on IG at Megan.Jeanette. And you can find me on IG at Gregory.K underscore. Our fitness page is at Must Millennial. Be sure you're following at Get It Together on Twitter and Instagram to stay connected with us. Yes, yes. And remember, you can send us questions at getittogether at gmail.com. 
All right, y'all. So have a blessed week. We love you guys. And see you next week, Get Fam. Bye. All right, now. Get y'all ass out of here.